Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for GWBC Radio's Open for Business. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of GWBC Radio's Open for Business, and this is going to be a fun one. I've got with me today Jan Levy, and she is with Handy Entertainment. Welcome, Jan. Well, thank you, Lee. It's really great to be here with you. Well, before we get too far into things, tell us about Handy Entertainment. How, do, how are you serving folks? What we do normally before this is we create event entertainment that is unique to the corporate or social circumstances, and we bring people together. So you um, create events customized to whatever the needs of your clients, or do you have kind of standard events that you do that your customer chooses? We customize what we offer for each event depending on its needs. If they want to reach out to more prospects or clients, just increase their revenue, uh, get their message out, or actually bring people together to speak with each other, to learn more about each other. And it's the entertainment that we, we use to do that. Now, how did you get into this line of work? Well, apparently what happened is a journalism and theater background collided and this is what came out of it. Now, what what was your first event you did? The first event I did apparently was throwing off some people who were trying to cajole a friend of mine in Paris and me into joining and our French wasn't that good. And I said to them, here, let me give you a palm reading. So you start, so it was through palm reading was your first uh, foray in this? It was. Did you know how to palm read? Like, not really, (laughs) not really. That's what was so strange about it. And they were shocked, not at what I told them, but apparently that it was really, really resonating with them, and they left us alone. And I didn't even remember the story until I heard it from this friend last week. <laughs> That's funny. Now, um, for your business, um, historically, I'm sure it's been a lot of in-person, uh, face-to-face, and now uh, you, as well as a lot of other businesses, have had to kind of reconfigure your business How have you adapted during this COVID-19 pandemic? Well, what we're doing right now is moving our entertainment to virtual sessions for the time being. That means that our fabulous handy beverage or anything you want it to be skirt with 93 3-ounce test tubes is a no-go. We can't use any of those high-touch items that we've created over the years, the lip cards for lip readings. And so we're creating individual and group handwriting analysis, lip print readings, coffee cup readings, tarot readings, palm, and more. And one of the exciting things that's going on right now is that some large caterers in Atlanta have been reaching out to us and asking if they can attach our menu to their menu so that they're not only delivering food for big events, big celebrations around town, but they're also giving people a way to truly interact. So um, you're forming partnerships with people that historically you hadn't been uh, partnering with? 
I would say that we have worked with them in the past. We just haven't worked with them in this format. We do get hired by caterers and event planners and venues all the time, but they're looking at ways of pivoting and we're looking at ways of pivoting. And this is working out for both sides, I think. Now, is there any advice you would give other business owners on um, ways to kind of creatively pivot while still staying in your lane, but you're still uh, kind of expanding your offering? What I would look at if I were a small business who has operated in one specific area in one specific way over time is to sit down or stand up and write the things that are most important to you, write down the things that are most important to your clients, how you've served them, and and do a, a mind map of sorts where you look at different ways to recreate those things that are meaningful to you and to your clients. And did, did you have um, kind of a support to help you do this or are you doing this uh, by yourself? Do you have partners or uh, advisors? I do have advisors. I do have people that we work with. I have uh, a trusted circle. And what I've done on one hand is, reach out to people and I've created surveys to see what they're interested in and trying to really find a way that we can get the people that we've worked with over time back on board and involved. And that's, that's really what's so chilling about this, this time is that it's not that simple. First of all, you've got the limited touch capabilities. How are you going to reach someone? How much time do they have? And how can you get all those pieces together for the same time? And that's what a lot of our planner friends are experiencing in venues and caterers in terms of rescheduling or postponing events is nobody knows what's coming. Now, how do you, um, do you have like kind of an ideal client? Is there an industry that you serve a lot or, or can anybody hire you or does anybody hire you? We have worked historically with a lot of social events and we have begun working over the last four years with lots of corporate and corporate is something that I personally believe is going to come back faster and larger than social because Basically, they have the option of putting things in place so that they can follow recommendations and provide the resources that uh, event people need in order to successfully execute. Now, let's talk a little bit about your relationship with GWBC. Um, How have they helped you through this uh, pandemic? Have they been available for support in terms of education, networking? how how have you leveraged that group? Well, GWBC has been an incredible boon. I'm so grateful for the fact that initially, before people were even aware of what was going on and what was happening, what was coming down and what to expect, they reached out. There were phone calls made, and I believe to all members, seeing what they needed. They've been an incredible resource in terms of education, in terms of networking, in terms of connecting. They have, they've just gone, they've gone to 
extraordinary lengths to include everybody and to make sure that people have the tools that they need as soon as they come up. For example, I believe Friday evening they sent out information about another PPP uh, loan server that was available and still had funds, things like that. Last minute, up-to-date information that we can rely on. I'm very thankful. Now, um, if you were to kind of encourage a woman business owner to get involved with GWBC, how would you kind of um, make them aware of the organization and um, maybe share some tips that you use to leverage it? In terms of getting a third-party certification as a woman-owned small business, I personally believe that GWBC as a part of the Greater Women's, uh, I'm sorry, the, the Women's Business Enterprise National Council is uniquely positioned to really help women take their businesses to a national and international level. The breadth and the depth of the contacts, the conferences, the networking opportunities, the the ability to really engage top executives in all different markets and bring them together is extraordinary. I'm privileged right now to serve on the marketing committee for uh, the Greater Women's Business Council, and I get the acronyms mixed up sometimes. And the people I'm working with are amazing. I'm really, really, I'm shocked. I'm shocked at how great they are at what they do. And I'm really happy, really honored to work with them. Now, going through this crisis, have you learned anything about yourself? Has anything you've done surprised you in terms of kind of rising up to handle this crisis? <sighs> you know, Lee, one of the things that I see happening, not just for me, but for people around me, is that things come in cycles. and I think that resilience is something that is really an American trait and that we have an abundance of resilience. For me, I go through moments where I think, oh my gosh, I'm starting all over again. And then I think, well, okay, that's that's an opportunity. And it's that, that grounded optimism, I think, that for me has been essential and that I see reflected by so many of my really valued, trusted colleagues. And we've reached out to each other, whether we're women-owned businesses, whether we're minority businesses, whether we're just colleagues or friends, and people are really supporting each other in all different ways, sharing information about government forms, about timelines, about regulations, about uh, business opportunities. It's just it, it's been a, a great coming together that I wouldn't have ever expected in this in this mass and as quickly as it's happened. So now through this pandemic, have you developed any superpowers you want to share? <laughs> well, this is really not on point, but uh, I, I'm not a gardener. And I finally found myself ripping ivy out by the roots tons of ivy. And I was sort of shocked that I was out there weeding. And I realized that when my daughter asked me, why, why are you doing this? I said, well, it's, it's really finite. And I can see my 
my progress. I can see what I'm doing and where it begins and where it ends, at least until the next rain. And the other superpower I have is being able to reach out to people. And that's what I did a lot of at the very beginning. I called friends and acquaintances and community members who were elderly and sick or alone or caring for someone else. And just just doing that for me really gave me an incredible amount of strength. And really, it helped me just find some happiness in really scary moments. Now, what could we be doing to help you? Is there anything that you need uh, in order to help you grow your business through this difficult time? Or which we are we talking about? Um, just the listeners. Listeners. What I would love for people to do to the extent they're able is to support small businesses, which most people are already doing by ordering food through through them directly or finding a way to uh, patronize your local businesses, if you can, safely, uh, to purchasing. For me personally, I'm going to put some links and a landing page out this week, and I would love to help people find their happy spot with palm readings and lip readings and tarot readings and handwriting analysis. That's something that I would really love to do. Now, if somebody wanted to learn more, is there a website? Yes, there is. www.handyentertainment.xyz That's handyentertainment.xyz Yes, and it's a www in front of it because... I transitioned from one platform to another recently. Now, um, do you think, is there a silver lining when we all get through this? Is there anything you're going to be able to take that you're doing now during your pivot that might, uh, you might still continue doing after the pandemic's over with? I am sure that there are so many things that not only I am doing, but that other people are doing that will prove to be really great blessings, that they will show us ways to do things better and in a more meaningful way, and that it won't be over in just one day or one week or one month, that a lot of the changes are the kinds of changes that that are creative destruction. If, if you look at how the world has changed over time, there are always going to be things that are successful and things that fade away. And the question is, how can we use this to learn things that really help bring people together even when they can't be together? Well, Jan, thank you so much for sharing your story today. Thank you so much, Lee, for having me. It's been a real pleasure. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on GWBC's Open for Business. 